Eagles Entertainment. Compassionate and trusted care. Clinical expertise. It's the cornerstone of NovaCare Rehabilitation and why they're the leading provider of physical therapy throughout the Delaware Valley. Don't let aches and pains or any injury slow you down. Schedule an appointment today at NovaCare.com. The Philadelphia Eagles choose NovaCare. So can you. NovaCare, the power of physical therapy. Hey there, it's Rob Ellis. In this episode, we are slowing things down. Fandom is a shared experience, and the Eagles-Cowboys rivalry has provided decades of fan memories. What's your favorite rivalry moment? In the stories you're about to hear, I'm positive you will see yourself, and there will be flashes where you think, I remember that, but that's exactly the way I felt. And there lies the beauty of the Eagles fan. We all bleed green, and we all feel the same way about the Dallas Cowboys. So here are Carly Lloyd, Morris Chestnut, Colleen Wolf, Harry Higgs, Tariq Trotter, David Boreanis, Kevin Nagandi, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Zach Clark, and Jim Kramer. Eagles fans to the core. I am Carly Lloyd. I play for the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team, and I'm also a member of Sky Blue FC in our NWSL Soccer League. As an Eagles fan... And, you know, when you grow up in a household with a family who are Eagles fans, you just kind of are ingrained in, into the fan base, into the culture of it. I always knew that we hated the Cowboys. It was just a thing where every Eagles fan hated the Cowboys and their fans. And I think that, you know, the Philly area, and especially where I grew up, it's a very blue-collar environment and mentality. It's like the Rocky story. You know, everybody's hardworking. They got a chip on their shoulder and the Cowboys were just deemed America's team. And that's just the rivalry that has become, which has been fun to be able to watch. I feel like they're almost kind of the Yankees of baseball where every team just hates them. My dad was, was a huge, still a huge Eagles fan. And so I always watched with him. That was something I felt like we could kind of do together. I loved watching football, which is funny. I mean, I grew up playing multiple sports and pretty athletic from a young age, but there was just something about being an Eagles fan and following. It was every Sunday we would just sit down and watch the game and it was a ritual. It is quite an atmosphere. It's quite an atmosphere, I think, on any day that there's an Eagles game, but uh, when it's the Cowboys, it's it's extra crazy, I hear. Single setback. Back goes Bledsoe. He's hit as he throws the football wobbling, and it is intercepted by Dawkins. Intercepted by a diving Brian Dawkins outside the Eagles 40. Brian Dawkins was, was one of my favorites. Just all around, great player, great leader. And you have Tio and McNabb and just all of these players who have kind of had a unique story with them that's kind of made the the Eagles really special to watch over the years. Somebody gave me a beer can and I had it in our fridge and it was just Dallas sucks as the label. And I just think that that's just, that's it. There's no other words. You don't even need to say much about the rivalry. First name Morris, last name Chestnut, Morris Chestnut. I've been an Eagles fan for decades. 
it goes back to the Eagles wearing the cutoff jerseys, Ron Jaworski, Wilbur Montgomery, Harold Carmichael. I've, I've been an Eagles fan for a long time. The Cowboys, for me, have been an enemy because I have close friends who have been Cowboy fans for years. And it was really tough going through some years to where the Eagles, we'd always struggle. We didn't have a strong enough offense. We've always had, like, great defenses, but our offense couldn't put it together. And then when the Cowboys, you know, they had the Jimmy Johnson, Troy Aikman, they had that whole era. Although they are a rivalry and they are the enemy, the last Cowboys-Eagle game I went to it actually was a great game to go to. The year we won the Super Bowl and we blasted them. It was like 30-something to nine or something like that. I literally was in a very prominent person's box. And uh, it was really hard. I mean, I was rooting for the Eagles. And they knew I was an Eagles fan. But I just had to really kind of just tone it down. As a matter of fact, my son was with me. And on the side of him, for a part of the game, Emmett Smith was sitting there. And this was in the beginning. We took the lead, and then we started kind of increasing the lead. And my son, I think at the time, he was like, I don't know, 18, 19. And he got excited and screamed. And I said, listen, okay. I had to tell him, this, it's okay. I know I'm excited too, but we are, you know, in enemy territory. And we have, there's Emmett Smith right there. And so, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a great game. It's blowout city in Arlington, Texas. The Eagles, 37 the Cowboys, nine. Eagles shut them out in the second half. Obviously, that was a magical year. That was the year that we won. For so much of an Eagles fan career, it could be the worst team in the league. And it's like the game is really never over until it's over. It's like sometimes we just always struggle. And to have the Cowboys dominated thoroughly like that was just, that was the best. I respect a lot of their players. I actually, I, I respect Jerry Jones as an owner. I mean, they've won like one or two playoff games in like the last, you know, 20-something years. And they've stayed relevant because of all of the storylines and everything that goes on or whatever it is that they do. They've always had great players. You know, they've had great Hall of Fame players. Always, 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 always. So I do respect that. Yeah, I can say that. If I had to sum up the Eagles rivalry in one sentence I would probably have to say the Eagles Cowboys rivalry is always epic I have so many you know memories of those games from Donovan when we had to play in the playoff game he was doing like a Michael Jackson in the tunnel Deshaun Jackson flipping the ball before he crossed the goal line from being Michael Irvin's last game when he came to the vet. Nothing compares to the Eagles-Cowboys rivalry because I just always just want to crush them. Always want to crush them. So those games are always so much more memorable to me. It's just epic because there's always a storyline when it comes to the Eagles and the Cowboys. Colleen Wolf, NFL media host. I've been an Eagles fan. I guess that would probably go back to the womb, I would say. I learned to be an Eagles fan before I used uh, my lungs, pretty much. It's been forever to me. You learn how to breathe. You learn how to, uh, like, ultimately walk. And you learn to hate the Cowboys. Like, I'm pretty sure my first word was boo. 
that's just sort of how it goes in Philly. And it's true for me. It's true for my parents. It's true for my parents' parents. I mean, this is just a family tradition that needs to be continued. I don't think my parents ever sat me down to tell me that this was the way that it needed to be. I think it was just learned through watching them be crazy when they were watching games and watching, you know, listening to not just like my parents and my aunt, my uncle, but my cousin Katie was really instrumental in my love for football. She is the one who really sat me down and she taught me like just the very, very basics of the game. And from that point on, it was like, I knew I loved football and I knew that I needed to hate the Cowboys. I've been to so many games in general between the Eagles and Cowboys. There's always a certain atmosphere that is a lot different than any other games. And it's very unique to Eagles Cowboys games. It's almost like a playoff atmosphere at those games, even when the teams are bad, but there is a certain buzz and you can feel the hatred for the Cowboys at every single game. The city is a buzz. It's not even just a, a day. It's an entire week for that game. I have respect for all 32 franchises. I mean, the thing is I only have one true love and I also only have one true team that I hate. I have respect for the longevity of the Cowboys and the Cowboys organization. They won a bunch of Super Bowls throughout my childhood. That's what happened. So it was a very weird thing when I first started working at NFL Network because on my first day, they were like, oh, you know, taking me around, introducing me to people. And they were like, and this is Michael Irvin. And it was a very strange time for me to be like, oh my God, hello, Michael Irvin. Very nice to meet you. My whole family hates you. And now, of course, they love him. I have to separate the Colleen from Philadelphia, the Eagles fan, from the Colleen that works on NFL media. But sometimes those two things cross, and it's a very blurred line. I would guess that this rivalry would survive an apocalypse, if you have to ask me. I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. I think you know, my family definitely holds grudges. Once you cross them, that's it. You're in the bird book forever. And that's where the Cowboys are. They have a permanent spot in the bird book for everyone in Philadelphia. Aside from being perfect in every single way, Eagles fans are a very special bunch. They have such a, a certain way about them because they are the most passionate people, the most passionate fans in the entire league. And Eagles fans are, you know, the same way I describe my family. Uh, it's the same thing with Eagles fans. We put the fun in dysfunction. Harry Higgs. I'm a professional golfer on the PGA Tour. I was born just outside Philadelphia in Camden, New Jersey. We lived in Malvern for 10 years. From the moment I probably understood football and watching it on television, it was always the Eagles. We moved from Malvern to Kansas City, and that only heightened my Eagles fandom. I like to say that I was too far gone when I moved. We moved when I was 10 in fourth grade. My friends still give me all kinds of grief that, oh, you'll eventually turn to a Chiefs fan, especially now the Chiefs are obviously extremely, extremely good. But I will never, ever be a Chiefs fan. I'll never be anything other than an Eagles fan. When we moved to Kansas City, about a year or two later, our next door neighbor now, who was a, a very, very close family friend, 
he moved in from Texas as a Cowboys fan. So had I known before that, yeah, I knew that they were rivals, but I didn't know how much hatred went into it. We certainly don't hate each other, me and my next door neighbor, but for a few weeks a year, we could care less about what each other's doing. So he moved in flying Cowboys flags and all this stuff. We fly Eagles flags. That was certainly my first foray into like, oh, wow. I mean, and he would, he's like a true fan, right? Like he'll watch the games. Living in Dallas now, my knock on Cowboys fans, and it's not all of them, it's maybe not even most of them, but my knock on them is that it's, it's more of a social gathering. They go there, they dress up, they have fun, they be with their friends. That's not what it's like in Philadelphia. You go there to watch the game, give your team the best home field advantage you can. And a lot of folks in Philadelphia, if the Eagles were to lose, are going to be pretty miserable for usually about a week until the next game. Folks in Dallas, if they lose games, they leave, you know, in fancy cars usually. But I really, truly care when the Eagles lose. You know, I'd love to see them win. But it was very early on when uh, in the Kansas City of all places to come to realize that, uh, wow, okay, these two teams do not like each other. As the saying goes in Philly, you can go 2-14 and 14, as long as two of the wins against the Cowboys. It's, it's not a great year, but it's an okay year. Do I respect Jerry Jones? Yes. I mean, he's a genius. He's obviously turned a great investment into an unbelievably valuable franchise. The stadium's pretty sweet, but you can't. You can't say anything nice about the Cowboys as an Eagles fan. I would say the rivalry is such that it's lasted because both teams are very successful. I think it's heightened, the rivalry is, because of how different people are in both cities. Philadelphia is a little bit more blue-collar, working-class, tough. You know, They work all week to go to the game. Dallas, not on purpose, but is a little fancier. You know, they wait all week to go to the game or, you know, even they get an invite on Sunday for an afternoon game and they oh, sure, I'll go get dressed up. Or I think that's why it's at the height that it is because of the difference in the way that the people in the cities that cheer for the teams are. They absolutely are the greatest fans. Loud, in your face, doesn't really care what you think or what you say. And then I would say kind of they're always on the edge of their seat, right? Like and I, I damn near end up doing it all the time, a close game. Like you literally will end up on the edge of your seat or kneeling on the ground, you know, hoping for a play to be made at the end. I feel like a lot of Eagles fans are exactly that way. My name is Tariq Trotter. I am one of the co-founding members of the band The Roots. I'm a recording artist, composer, arranger, producer, lyricist. Oh, I'm an artist. Let me just say, I'm not like, you know, a super sports guy. But growing up in Philly, it's sort of ingrained into the culture. It would be hard for you to be a fan of, of any other team. So I'm an Eagles fan, and I've always been an Eagles fan by default. Philly is the kind of town where when it's football season, the whole mood of the city will change from week to week, depending on if the Eagles win or lose. If they win, it's all love. It's all brotherly love, so to speak. But, a, you know, a loss, and you might want to keep to yourself that week. So pretty serious. I grew up uh, an Eagles fan in, in that way. 
in my neighborhood growing up, when it was an Eagles game coming, you would definitely see people breaking their jerseys out. You see lots more Eagles memorabilia. I've lived all over the city, but for a huge chunk of my life, I lived in South Philly in the lower part of South Philly, like on 5th between McKean and Mifflin. So I lived in the really in, in the same neighborhood as the Mummers. I say that to say I lived in the area of and, and went to school with lots of diehard Philadelphia sports fans that I will go as far as to say they were fanatics. So when an Eagles game was coming up, the world almost stops, or at least, you know, if it didn't stop, it, it revolved around the Eagles. I dare not wear the starter jacket or the jersey of uh, another football team. Cowboys fans in Philly, they've always gotten it the worst. You would see, you know, people could literally be attacked for wearing a Cowboys jersey in Philly. They have a, a hard way to go, too. I guess their history of being division rivals makes them top of the pack as far as, as, far as enemies go. As time progresses, the rivalry sort of gets deeper because it, it becomes generational and it's, it becomes more of a tradition. I would describe an Eagles fan as relentless. You know, an Eagles fan is an extended member of the team. There is no differentiation between the people who are on the field and the people who are in the stands. For an Eagles fan, if, if the Eagles win, it's we won. We won. The Eagles are having a, a hard way to go or have lost. You know what I'm saying? It was a tough day for us today. You know what I'm saying? We lost, but still, good game. An Eagles fan is ever supportive, even to a fault. That's just the, the, the way it is. The Eagles-Cowboys rivalry is very possibly a more extreme deeper ingrained football version of the rivalry between the Yankees and the Red Sox. Hi, I'm David Boreanis. Uh, presently, I'm working on SEAL Team, play Bravo One, executive producer, actor, director. When I moved to Philadelphia back in uh, 78, 79, uh, it was a pretty instantaneous rush for me, being a small kid, small town, going into a big city. So I entered the Ron Jaworski years, and that was a big, big period for the Eagles, where they were and where they were climbing and getting to that precipice, getting to that Super Bowl in New Orleans. So that's where it all started for me. I remember seeing a game at the vet and being blown away by the fans and their energy. So I started bleeding green pretty quick. Jaworski back. He's setting. He's looking. Floats a pass for Carmichael. Touchdown, Eagles! Carmichael leaps in the air. I just remember going to the vet with my father. You know, he worked on Action News. And I went to my first Eagles game. I just remember how cold it was. I remember being on the turf. I remember meeting Ron Jaworski, Wilbert Montgomery, Tony Franklin, Harold Carmichael. You know, as a kid growing up in Philadelphia and wanting to play football, for me, it was huge to see these major NFL players, especially who played for the Eagles. I was just blown away by the whole, like the Dick Vermeil era and, and Bill Berge. So you know, when you're a kid and you're on the field, to be on the field, the vet's pretty huge. 
you know, that's a big rivalry, Philadelphia, Dallas. You know, once you're embedded into that family, that Philadelphia family of fans and the Eagles and their chant, and it, it's just a phenomenal experience. Your dedication is strong, and the opposing team is always – they're bad. They're the bad, the bad people, and uh, especially with Dallas because Dallas was in the hunt, right? They were always competing with us for to go farther than us. You know, there's a, gr- a lot of great games between Philadelphia and Dallas – a lot of people didn't like coming to play in the vet. It was very loud. It was cold. It's a tough place to play in Philadelphia. Rivalries and sports last because of the athletes that play the game and, and how good they are. Philadelphia has had just phenomenal games with Dallas because they've always been in position, both teams, to go to the postseason, be in the postseason. They're rivals. And also, you know, their players are just, you know, Randall Cunningham, all the people that played for Dallas, the great quarterbacks, Tony Romo, Troy Aikman, like these are star athletes that as much as you hate that they play for a team that you're rooting against, that strong kind of athletic competition, it all comes from competition. If the competition is high, the rivalry is going to be even higher. The cheesesteaks are going to be hotter. The partying in the parking lot is going to be even better. And that's when we start crushing. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Woo! Put me in, boss. I played wide receiver my junior year. Varsity, four years. Let's go, baby! Tempestuous. This ever-changing energy of, the Eagles coming in and Dallas and their stars and stomping on the stars. Get your popcorn ready. Oh, no. Touchdown. Birds. There you go. How you doing? My name is Jeff Towns, professionally known as DJ Jazzy Jeff. How long have I been an Eagles fan is a trick question because I think I came out of the womb an Eagles fan. I am one of those diehard fans that I believe that you must have home loyalty first. Before you can even think about rooting for another team, you have to root for your home team. So I have been a fan from day one. It was the most crushing thing in the world that I was doing an event for Red Bull in Poland when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I did everything humanly possible to cancel that, but it was a commitment that I made before the Eagles season started. So I made them give me internet. I slinged boxed my computer to a 70-inch television in the lobby of a Polish hotel with my Eagles jersey on, and I screamed my head off while we won the Super Bowl. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Eagles fans everywhere, this is for you. Let the celebration begin. There's going to be a parade on Broad Street. We're going to have a parade on Broad Street. Oh, hey, grease oh. up the poles. We're going to have a parade. <laughs> I wasn't there. I couldn't go to the parade, but I was there in spirit. I almost feel like the Cowboys always been the enemy. I think I grew up knowing that the Cowboys was the enemy. You know, I mean, anybody in the NFC East is the enemy. The Cowboys just hold a special place in that enemy status. You hate everything Cowboys. I was very good friends with Emmitt Smith when he was on the Cowboys, and that kind of hurt because he was my friend, 
but he played for the enemy. I have another fun story. I was invited to do a party in Dallas and got to Dallas only to realize it was a birthday party for DeMarcus Ware. And I really wanted to leave. I would not let them take any pictures of me because I was like, you are not posting a picture with me doing DeMarcus Ware's birthday party as much as I appreciate him as a football player. He played for the enemy. I don't remember the year. I remember it was the last game of the season and we went to Dallas. That was one of the greatest days of my life because it was at their house. Like there's nothing greater than to beat the Cowboys in that humongous overpaid for blown out salad bowl that they play in. It is okay to be a fan and boo your team. If your team is not performing up to the standard that we want them to, it is okay to let them know. I think we've got a lot of criticism for just being real fans that we don't sugarcoat it when it's not good. When we take losses very hard, we enjoy winning. We showed what a real Eagles fan was and is when we won the Super Bowl. With the parade, you had millions of people out there. Those are real fans that we appreciated. We definitely have appreciation when you're doing well. But you cannot take your foot off of the gas. If you do, we will absolutely let you know. One thing that I'm very much not proud of, I had a bet with a very good friend of mine who is a massive Cowboys fan that if we lost the game, I would take a picture in a Cowboys jersey. And we lost. And he mailed me the jersey, and I took a picture of it. And every year before the Eagles play the Cowboys, he sends me that picture. And I'm honorable because I honored my bet. It pains me every time I look at that picture. Eagles, Cowboys, game day. It is absolutely impossible to be friends of anyone that's a Cowboys fan. I'm Kevin Nagandi, ESPN host for SportsCenter, as well as college football ABC studio host. I was born into it. I couldn't escape it. I mean, I go back to the early 80s and uh, the Dick Vermeil, Ron Jaworski years. So my dad, I remember, took me to a handful of games as a young uh, kid, and it was my teenage years. It was like the strike year, and I'll never forget that the Eagles are hosting the Cowboys at the end of the season. Uh, and Randall was the quarterback. And at the end of the game, Buddy went for a sneak. The game was already done. And Buddy Buddy went for a sneak. I think it was off a fake field goal to score a touchdown. And I remember being in the 700 level, just in the corner of the end zone when they scored. Obviously well high in the nosebleeds, but just losing our minds.
any question. Absolutely. Cowboys week is a, a different feel, no matter what. Those are the two games when the schedule comes out, you circle, and then you figure out everything else. And that hasn't changed for me in 40 years. I'm 45 now, and it's when are we playing the Cowboys? And I don't care what's at stake. We've got to beat the Cowboys to feel good about this season. My eight-year-old's third-grade teacher is a diehard Cowboys fan, and they go back and forth with the trash talk. So it's cool. We have fun with it. That's the stuff, you know, that I think is great about sports, right? You have those built-in rivalries. You have the connection with somebody. And in the end, on Saturdays or Sundays, the outcome is determined, but you're experiencing it for three to four hours of release of emotions and an outlet. I think it's healthy and it's great for our kids to understand that. And at the same time say, let's have fun with it, but it's not life or death. But uh, it means a heck of a lot on our mood the rest of the day. I think it's, it's because of who the Cowboys are. They represent still from a previous generation, America's team, another generation where they dominated. And in, in reality, they're on the national stage more than any team in the country just because of who they are. You know, people will watch them whether they like them or hate them. Being from Philadelphia, we're always the underdog. Nothing's ever given to us. We are the blue-collar guys that have to basically outwork and outperform everybody because we may not have the same amount of talent. We take pride in that. That's kind of an identity of a city. And then they look at the Cowboys just, I think, on the other side, like everything's been given to you. You think that you deserve everything. You walk in a room with a certain arrogance. And whether it's true or not, it's all about perception, right? And that is the reality in Philadelphia. Passionate. More than anything else, we all come from different walks of life. Uh, but one thing that has, uh, I think, tied all of us together is we're, we're passionate. We love our team. And we will complain about our team. I'm guilty of that. But we will never abandon our team, no matter where we're at. We are not front runners. We've never been front runners. We embrace all that is bad, all the hurt experiences, because we know in the end how much we love the team. And at the end of the day, when you can taste victory, it is literally that much sweeter. We respect them, at least I do, because that's my job. And, and, but as an Eagles fan, we hate them boys, and we want to beat them every single time we face them. Hi, everybody. My name is Zach Clark. I'm a, a lifelong Philadelphia Eagles fan, and uh, I wear a bunch of hats in my everyday life. I run a, an addiction recovery business, and most of the world was introduced to my story recently as I was on the cast of The Bachelorette last year, so it's been a, a wild ride. Well, I can say Tasha's family's all Raiders, so that was no issue, and we're, we're slowly kind of don't tell her dad this, but bringing her over to, to, to Eagles country. I don't know that we dove into too much of the football stuff, or maybe people were just scared of me because they knew I was from Philly. <laughs> I was born into it. My dad has been a season ticket holder. It was a 1960s season ticket that we found, but he's been at this thing for a really long time. And it's in our blood. It's something I was born into happily. And for me, Eagles home games are really the eight times of the year where I know no matter what's going on in my life, I'm going to see my family. You know, we're going to, we're going to go, we're going to tailgate. 
and win, lose, or draw, we're going to go to the, to, to the birds game. I remember in my, in my younger years, kind of remembering the conversations about, all right, when is it safe for Zach to go to a Monday night game? You know, they kind of start you with the Sunday at one. That's like, okay, your first game that you can kind of go to. And I have my nephew, Jack, now who's 10. And we're going through the same conversation with him. All right, let's get him to a preseason game, then a one o'clock game, then a Sunday night game. All right, he's ready for Monday night football. <laughs> it's a different feel when the Cowboys are in town. I've been to dozens and dozens of, of Cowboys-Eagles games over the years. And, you know, if I'm not at the game, I'm certainly watching them at home with family and friends. But it's a level up, no matter what each team respectively is, is how, they're, how they're doing throughout the season. You know when those two teams come together, it's going to be a fist fight. And you know that uh, the crowd's going to be a little bit louder. There's probably going to be some Dallas sucks chance, um, which you, you kind of get used to and is almost serenading you as you're, as you're watching the game. The telltale sign is when I bring someone who is not an Eagles fan and is not a Cowboys fan, and they walk into that environment and they're like, oh, my God, what is going on here? The records kind of go out the windows, and uh, it's really a personal battle at that point. I think I knew that growing up. I was at the game when Michael Irvin went down, and rumor has it that Philadelphia cheered when he got hurt, which I, I'm going to plead the fifth on. But I think that's when I really knew that this thing was uh, personal. <laughs> if you were asking a 22-year-old, Zach, I think I would tell you no. Like, Dallas sucks. You know, <laughs> That would be my, my short answer. I think uh, growing up a bit, like I – these guys in the NFL are laying their bodies on the line every, every weekend. And so I do, I, I have respect for some of their players as individuals. Uh, I, I will tell you that I don't think Jerry Jones is my favorite you know, owner in the league. When the whistle blows though, it's, it's, it's all Eagles all day. And, and, and that kind of like respect goes out the window and it's all about winning. I mean, the fans keep this thing going. The, the players, they come and go. You know, the coaches come and go, the wins and losses come and go, but it's really, it's, it's the fans. It's families like the Clarks who show up every Sunday, soft pretzel in hand, cheesesteak in hand, and, and are ready to really lay it on the line. You know, you go to South Philly on the Eagles, Cowboys Sunday, you feel the intensity, you feel kind of like the nerves firing up and forget about it late in the year when there's a playoff spot on the line or something like that. I mean, it's nuts. It's one of my favorite things in the world to do for sure. I think an Eagles fan is, is a lot of what I look for in my friendships. You know, they're passionate, they're loyal. They're going to be honest with you on a national level. What is underappreciated is that when things are good, man, we are the best fans in the world and we're going to let you know it. And then when things are bad, sure. Yeah. We're going to do the same, but yeah, passionate, loyal, honest. That's, that's Eagles fans to me. When I think of this rivalry, it's throw the ball in the middle of the field. Records are out the window. We're going to go in the backyard and, and settle this thing the only way that we know how. There's nothing better than after the Eagles score a touchdown against the Cowboys and the song comes on and we all fly, Eagles fly, you know, on the road to victory. That's what we live for as Eagles fans. Okay. My name's Jim Kramer. I am the host of Mad Money with Jim Kramer on CNBC. Philadelphian, lifelong Eagle fan from when I was five, when I first had my memories. I went to see the Eagles play the Cowboys their first year at Franklin Field. Later sold you 
and managed to see the Eagles because they didn't have money for tickets and uh, then became a season ticket holder about 30 years ago. But after the Cowboys game on Monday, my throat is always raspy on the show, but it's worth it. If we all scream, we'll do better. It's probably worth three points, maybe four points, but we have to be heard. When Dallas comes right out of the tunnel, that's the start. So let's say they come in jacked. We can make them less jacked by making so they can't hear each other and they have to do a, you know, some sort of soft count. We have to make it so it's worth more, you know, 12th man, how about 15th man? We can do like a 15th man. It's really loud in that stadium. I despise the Cowboys and I went to the White House Correspondents Dinner four years ago. Tony Romo had just retired. My wife, Lisa, was there with me. And I was with my friends. And I told them, they said, oh, my God, there's Romo. And I said, well, I hate Romo, uh, even though he's retired. I mean, because he's a cowboy. And Romo saw me. And I didn't say hi. I just said, hey, Doug. Hey, Doug. And he came up to me. He said, listen, I know you're a lifelong Eagle fan. I know you despise the Cowboys. He said, but I just, I want to tell you, I can make you into a Cowboy fan. I said, that's just inconceivable. I've hated the Cowboys all my life. I've hated him since I was a little boy. I hated him since I was nine. And he goes, give me a chance. So I said, okay, let me get my wife. I want to see her face when I become a so-called Cowboy fan. So I bring Lisa over and he goes, Jim, you're just a Cowboy hater. And I get that. Obviously an Eagle fan. But can I just appeal to the fact that your wife, Lisa, who's gorgeous, by the way, a fantastic woman, a practical woman, knows everything the way it should be, it's not consumed with hatred. It is amazing that she married you. And then he turned to her, kissed her hand, and said, you know, you're an amazing person, Lisa. I don't know how you live with them, but you're fantastic and so beautiful. And I said, oh my God, I'm a Cowboy fan. I'm a Cowboy fan. No one from the Eagles has ever, ever paid any attention to Lisa. Suddenly I've got this Cowboy and he's telling me about how fantastic my wife is. I couldn't hate them anymore. And since then, it has been so hard for me to hate them. Because what could be better than the man who was emblematic for a whole generation that we had to, to deal with saying that my wife is gorgeous and smart? I just can't hate them like I used to. It was so much fun to hate them. My father and I hated them. My father and I would fight. We would fight endlessly. And the only thing that we would agree on in life was how much we hated the Cowboys. It was it. We went to, to games together for 30 years. And then we had the game where we beat them and we got 44 points. And it was a really key game. And that was a beatdown. And I looked at him and I said, we are such a better team. And he agreed with me. That was a first-class beatdown. America's team crap. They're nobody. You just heard from Carly Lloyd, Morris Chestnut, Colleen Wolf, Harry Higgs, Tariq Trotter, David Boreanis, Kevin Nagandi, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Zach Clark, and Jim Kramer. You have been listening to Return Game, Birds, Boys, and Bad Blood, presented by Novacare Rehabilitation. Now, we have a question for you. Do you have an idea for our next season? Is there a game, a decade, a coach, or a player whose story you'd like us to tell? We'd love to hear your suggestions. 
Head over to iTunes and leave us a review. And while you're there giving us five stars, tell us your idea for season three of Return Game. Thanks for listening. Compassionate and trusted care. Clinical expertise. It's the cornerstone of NovaCare Rehabilitation and why they're the leading provider of physical therapy throughout the Delaware Valley. Don't let aches and pains or any injury slow you down. Schedule an appointment today at NovaCare.com. The Philadelphia Eagles choose NovaCare. So can you. NovaCare, the power of physical therapy.